Hey guys, long time no talkie. It's Angela here. And Dizzy. And I have a little video I want to share with you um, that I posted to rumble.com. Um, you can find it there at Ange8 is my account over there. Um, and without further ado, I'm just going to get started. Rewind it here for a second. And I may pause a little bit to uh, interject my opinion, I guess. Personally, I can't let my let this go. Can't, can't. I can never live that down. Personally, I have to accept God's grace and forgiveness on this issue. But personally, I can't let my let this go. When it comes to abortion, it's very deeply personal to me. So I'm not going to get all fire brimstone about it. But when it comes to it as a policy perspective, I don't quite understand why people disagree. I mean, if we were to say, I don't know, take Hussein out into the back alley right now and dismember him and just say, like, well, he's financially inconvenient, everybody would flip the f out, right? Right. So we're talking about the sanctity of life, and that is actually a good argument. We don't go around murdering full-grown adults because why? Because it's wrong, it's unlawful, it's uh, unethical, it's immoral. Uh, but why don't we apply the same logic to a baby in the womb? So, but if I put him inside Z, suddenly it doesn't matter. I do not understand that logic. I don't think anybody on this channel supports and, and advocates for abortion. I mean, coming from all of us, I, I, like I said, I believe it's a violation of the non-aggression principle. So uh, this is where I uh, have pause and I start cringing a little bit by some of these upcoming comments. So the non-aggression principle um, conflicts with the pro-choice argument. So and then also saying, well, none of us are going to advocate for abortion here. Um, you'll see like the comments following after that. They, they, I feel like they kind of are advocating for abortion if they're not opposing it. What do you think? Does that make sense to you? Is Yes. <laughs> like, so I guess you might need to hear the whole thing. Uh, so I'll keep going. You're, you're aggressive towards another human being. And that, that is a fundamental no-no in my book. Government violates the non-aggression principle on multi-levels in your life. And we're like a frog in a... And I'm not saying he's being malicious or anything. I This whole conversation irks me a little bit because um, a lot of the people in this interview are... They, I think they claim to be Christians, not all of them, but I think the majority of this interview, so there's five people involved, I think the majority are announced Christians, and I think by the end of this uh, interview, we hear that they're all pro-life, okay? And then we also see them nodding and saying, yeah, none of us here are uh, against pro-life or whatever he just said. So this is not really a personal attack on anybody saying anything here. I don't think anybody is trying to be malicious. I'm, I'm bugged because I really want Christians to be able to carry the arguments. And I, it takes time. I know we just don't fall apart upon the right arguments. I like that the gentleman said something about we're not going to carry fully developed humans outside and harm them or kill them. But why does the logic stop when we're talking about putting another human inside of a uterus? So any comments from you? Well, I mean, it all comes down to what you consider a human being, correct? Yes. That's, that's where your, your argument begins. What is considered a human being? 
um, because as Christians, we consider a human being to exist from the moment of conception. So if, if someone else can't agree with that, then that kind of changes the whole argument. Wait, but, should I say I'm not a biologist here? <laughs> that lady in the Supreme Court? No. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, I'm not a scientist, so I don't know when life begins. I don't know. But I think the more we listen to this conversation, they actually, someone says, well, I think this is where life begins, but then they still don't advocate for life. Sure. In this conversation where they all agreed that they're not fighting against pro-life, right? Like, what did he just say? <laughs> Let me go back. Anything else? I cut you off. No, I don't. Let's see what he said here. In the beginning. Advocates. That's, that's oh, yeah, that was it. I mean, if we were to say, I don't know, take Hussein out into the back alley right now and dismember him and just say, like, well, he's financially inconvenient, everybody would flip the F out, right? Rightfully so. But if I put him inside Z, suddenly it doesn't matter. I do not understand that logic. I don't think anybody on this channel supports and, and advocates for abortion. I mean, coming from all of us, I, I like I said, I believe it's a violation of the non-aggression principle. You're you're aggressive towards another human being. And that that is a fundamental no-no in my book. Government violates the non-aggression principle on multi-levels so it's almost like the government is the boogeyman in his perspective uh because i still haven't finished a clip for the viewers or the listeners but i feel like maybe his focus is maybe the government is the boogeyman but when an individual chooses to harm another in the uterus that it's different maybe maybe that's where his logic is coming from i don't know what do you think i don't think that's his logic just keep playing it okay in your life and we're like a frog in a boiling pot so used to it now travis i actually agree with this but i'd like you to give me a little clarification how far back would you take the nap principle the nap do would you take that to the moment of conception like plan b would that be considered nap violation no i don't think condoms are either i think i think it's about to, it's about the heartbeat man like heartbeat uh like 15 to 18 20 20 months 20 weeks when you can see all right, so it's about the heartbeat. It sounds good, but then we'll, we well, fall that, apart. Just not we fall apart at the when we when a heartbeat is detected in a fetus. So right. I mean, I love that. I love that the gentleman asked him, "How far will you go to defend the NAP, the non-aggression principles of liber the libertarians typically hold?" So not I not all libertarians. Uh, we'll sign the nap. Not all libertarians are pro-life. Not all libertarians are pro-choice. Also, same goes for all the other parties. You have mixtures, right? Yes. <laughs> I cut you off again? <laughs> yeah, well, I was just going to say, if it comes down to the heartbeat, the heart, you know, a, a heartbeat is not detectable. It's detectable. Um, if you go to different websites, they say different things, but I'm just going to say it's it's five weeks. Um and, and he's it, about to say 20 well, weeks. Well, he said 20 weeks, but... He actually said 15, 18, then he said 20 weeks. Um, and you're saying what? It, five, five weeks. The heartbeat can be and detected. Earlier. And Sometimes earlier. And earlier. Based yeah. on which website you go to. So NC Right to Life, which I think is more right-leaning. Um, I see yeah. like a lot of right-leaning sources cited at the bottom. Says an earlier... 
timeline for a heartbeat to be detected in a fetus. Whereas the other website, what was the other website I gave you? I don't remember. It was one of those links. You click on those. Um... Oh, what is this? EHD, uh, the Endowment for Human Development. So it gets so gets into says, the science and the nitty gritty. That says they, according to them, that's that's five weeks. So and they go through a step like week by week. They tell you how developed the baby is, what's developing. Um, it's an interesting thing to read. And it, I think it would definitely change your opinion if you were pro-choice um, and your argument was heartbeat. Definitely, like, I don't know. <laughs> That's a good point. Maybe. Maybe we can persuade some of these people to be defenders of life without any exceptions. So mm. stop talking about rape, stop talking about uh, ectopic pregnancies oh. and ectopic pregnancy is not, um, that's not what we're talking about here. What? Okay, it does say uh, only three weeks and one day after fertilization, the heart begins to beat, so. Okay, did you read the part about fertilization? How many days that takes? Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember. I'm just saying I don't remember, but I'm just saying uh, we might be missing that little puzzle piece. The, uh, you know, the heart developing and beating. I mean, at that point, uh, you have premature bits considered MAP violation. No, I don't think condoms are either. I think I think it's about to, it's about the heartbeat, man. Like heartbeat, uh, like 15 to 18, 20, 20, 20 weeks. When you can see, uh, you know, the heart developing and beating. I mean, at that point, uh, you have premature babies that are born three, four months early sometimes and live. Okay. okay. Now, now, I actually, I actually think that's a fair position to take. Um, yeah. I mean, so he thinks that's a fair position to take. Okay, but okay, yeah. What sure. is the position? The so the, just born... to clarify, the position he's taking is you can, uh, you can slaughter people after oh, no prior to his heartbeat the heartbeat detect detection and based on what his knowledge is it's uh prior to 15 18 or 20 weeks but if a baby it's so scary still, if you're a baby that's terrifying you know, and also if you're even if a baby can live outside the womb on its own for what if it's born three to four months early what it, it could still be in the womb and you could like I don't maybe a month earlier and it, the, the life has no value. Like it could be days that could make a difference in a baby's survival, you know, like of development and all that. <laughs> so you don't like his heartbeat argument? No, I don't like the, it could live outside of the womb argument. Okay. Because this is a developing child. So, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but <laughs> I hate though they that chick ruined the scientist, biologist, any kind of professional thing. And I was kind of looking at these uh, folks being interviewed. I would I was gonna be like, hmm, can we say any of them are still developing? But no, we probably can't. But we're we're we are developing in the sense of we're all aging. Like, you know, we're all gonna have walkers and crouched over backs way before you you're in your teens still you know so 
I mean, there's still processes happening. There's still developmental right. stages that's, happening to all. My hair is turning gray. You know, like that's a, I'm getting wrinkles. Those are development. Some things haven't developed in a baby. And some would say a baby is just a clump of cells. You're, you're a clump a, of cells with a kidney. Oh, wait, you're actually developing. And a heart, you know, and lungs. If I go back to the development thing, I could say you're developing. So based on the other speaker's logic, if you couldn't support yourself, we didn't get to that part yeah, yet. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't advocate by the way. I'm not one of those like, just Oh, and I hate, I hate that he convinced the other guy to, to join his side. Well, no, this is called devil's advocate right there. <laughs> Three, four months early sometimes and live. Okay. No, no, I actually, I actually think that's a fair position to take. Um, yeah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't advocate by the way. It's I'm not fair for the baby. Like, you squirt, you hurt. It closure like, eyes yeah, is that was gross and graphic. I'm committing genocide if I master. No, it's like, Th it's this hurt the whole sanctity of life argument by him putting that there. He's such a well-spoken guy until. It's not, I mean, it's really scientifically, scientifically, it is a human when the sperm and the egg meet. Yes, right. Wait, so now he... <laughs> so it's a human being when the sperm and the egg meet, but isn't that violating the, the non-aggression right? principle? <laughs> I don't know what to so, think. So, um... I'm unaffiliated now, I'm just saying. It just, yeah, it comes down to what you consider a human being, but that was, like, very contradictory, what he just said, so, I don't know. And like I said, I don't think um, anybody's trying to be malicious or I don't know. It's a hard trying... thing to talk about. It's a hard thing to argue about. But I, I really want Christians to be able to have these conversations. Uh, because it's life and death. It's a life and death argument. And my positions weren't always what they are now. I mean, when I was a teenager, I felt very much differently. I would be okay in the cases of rape, which I think is the same position my husband holds, but now we disagree on that position. So now I am like uncompromising pro-life. And I've, I've been in debates with people, hopefully they viewed them as civil, where I said, well, if, if someone was raped and you're saying she shouldn't have had to carry that baby because her life was ruined, and then they tell me that she was a single mom and she raised a beautiful child, then I'm, I'm still waiting to hear the part where the, the woman's life was ruined. You know, she worked through it. Um, I heard that maybe she had to have visitation in jail with the rapist, which is not just at all. I feel like if you are a rape victim, you should have went to the police, reported it and, you know, taken action. So if people dilly dally, there's going to be variables and such. But anyway, um, one, one violent act doesn't justify another violent act. So if someone is raped, I would think that, you know, a, a good citizen or a believer uh, or, you know, uh, a church entity, a religious entity or anybody will come along and support that victim without saying you need to get rid of that. You're just going to have bad memories for your, the rest of your life. Like, one violent act doesn't justify another violent act. So I don't think they talk about rape at all here, but that's but just mean, a common problem, thing that comes up. But that, well, this is our view as Christians because, I mean, 
Christians we, probably say that too. A lot of Christians probably say, yeah, it's, I'm okay with abortion in cases as, if the woman was raped. Incest is another one that is on the North Carolina books. Yeah. Uh, the no North Carolina laws do not say uh, you can't you can't abort the baby because it is going to be the wrong sex. So if I wanted to have a a boy, I couldn't get rid of you because you're a girl. There's no way to determine that. That's there's no way to determine the the determine the intent behind an abortion. That's impossible. People lie. Well, you're gonna say something else about what somebody said here. I think I interrupted you I again. Don't, I don't remember. <laughs> you talk too much. Continue. And there's a lot of good information on. The website uh, where I read the abortion report for 2020, I think was the most recent, um, was ncrtl.com. NC right to life. Dot org. My bad. Okay, play it. Play it again. Typically, it is. Oh my but God, can that can, can that can that can that living creature survive on its own? No. No, when it can survive on its own, it's a human. And I find it refreshing, though, that everybody in this room actually finds that viability is not an argument against viability. Yeah, viability completely. Okay, good. Well, good. This is to me, again, a life is a life, right? Like if I took, you know, so vi well, it's viability. Not it's not a life if it can't live outside the womb on its own. Viability <laughs> is when the child can sustain itself outside the mother's womb. So that. But it's not a human. That is very sad that right. you would just say. Um, there could be a day in that, like can't live, can live, you know? It's like, oh, I'm just one day away from being a real human, you know, just one day. <laughs> like what? So did you want to read something? You you had another argument earlier too, when you were talking about like um, human beings and like going back to that scientific comment where someone said, well, uh, it's a human being at conception when an egg and a sperm meet and um, it becomes a fertilized egg. That's that's when fertilization starts. We know that it's going to be a human being. But you said something to me that was really interesting. You were like, uh, but the Bible says, do you remember what you said? Uh so it was almost as if the human wasn't created just then. You were saying God knew you before you were formed in the womb. Do you have that? Um, yeah, it says first. Uh, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee to be uh, ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. What is that verse? Um, Jeremiah one five. Yeah, so you're you you were you brought up a new argument. I thought you were like, no, that's not when conception begins. Like God already God has a plan. You know, it was kind of what you were saying. I was like, we need to do a we need to do a podcast. And you're like, no, no. Um, well, I don't. I haven't formed an opinion on that. Honestly, it was just a thought that popped into my mind because I was thinking about you know, God knows knows you before you were in the womb. So. God has a plan, man. Uh. <laughs> All right, so I felt I felt like really ultimately my word pastings on top of this rumble video, which you guys are just gonna get the audio. I think um, it's I felt like it was a conversation where no one had arguments to stop the slaughter of innocent babies, which is, you know, hopefully the objective here. To if if no one's 
if you go back to the beginning and can deal with all my interruptions and pausings here in the clip, hopefully you can see that we need better arguments. And if we really are pro-life, we should be advocating for life. We should not be for death. <laughs> uh, right. That's the quickest way I can possibly say that. I don't know. You're quick, quick. You got anything to say about that? All right. Old Uncle Sanford or whatever, and he's, he's got a breathing machine. If I turn that thing off, I'm still killing him. So point of viability is a good way to put it, man. But so just, poor grandpa. I think throwing millions of people in jail for murder is the answer. Oh, yep. So I don't think throwing millions of people in jail is the answer. So we, they came on to this uh, topic by talking about they couldn't criminal. He, I think he said he couldn't criminalize abortion because there's already too many people in prisons and jail, and we didn't want to send uh, these people onto the the prison system. But at the but in that segment that you just heard, he said we, I think he said we don't want to send murderers to jail. No. So he's admitting that. Oh well, yeah, he said I don't. We don't want to send millions of murderers. So he's admitting that abortion is murder. He's just not admitting it to himself, possibly. I don't know what he's admitting to himself, but we know what we have an opinion on and what is correct, according to the Bible. Correct. For murder is the answer. Let me, let me rewind that. Old Uncle Sanford or whatever, and he's he's got a breathing machine. If I turn that thing off, I'm still killing. Poor Uncle so Sanford. Point of viability is a good way to put it, man. Like, but okay. I just, I just don't think throwing millions of people in jail for murder is the answer. Yep. And then here's the infographic I shared from NC Right to Life, uh, which I pulled last night. Um, it says in North Carolina, 30,004 abortions occurred in the state since in the state in 2020. Um, and I think that is their most recent information. That is about 83 NC abortions per day on average in 2020. 25,058 abortions were reported performed on women with known addresses in NC. And they call those resident abortions. It's, you know, crazy in my opinion that those, that's a 5,000 person, 5,000 abortion quantity difference uh, that are potentially not even NC residents. And then it says the number of abortions occurring in NC increased from the previous year. So this is uh, only comparing 2019 to 2020. And then there's a blurb, the national stat, it mm -hmm. is estimated that 63 million four hundred and fifty nine thousand seven hundred eighty one babies were killed by abortion since 1973 and then the infographic also shares you want to share it the counties oh all the counties that offer abortions in north which, carolina which you can see on the video but some people won't be able to see so can you um buncombe county mecklenburg um i don't even know what that is guilford Orange, Durham, Wake, Cumberland, New Hanover. Did you skip Forsyth? Yeah, how do you say that? I don't Forsyth. Know where, where is that? In the mountains. What, what? Mecklenburg has four. Uh, is, that, is that Cumberland with two? And Wake with two. And Forsyth with two. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, uh, we probably didn't cover all the pro-life arguments, but man, I really wish Christians would stop saying that they're pro-life and then really end up telling me that they're not pro-life at all. <laughs> and I really wish we could just get our arguments lined up and not be afraid to explain, hey, you're a clump of cells. 
uh, okay, if we're okay with murdering, if we're not okay with murdering an old lady on life support, then why are we okay with murdering uh, an innocent baby that is still developing in the womb? And if we're not okay with getting rid of Izzy, who's still in her teens, why are we okay with murdering a baby in the womb? Well, because I am valuable. I, is it because of the size? Is it because of the tiny size Versus of the baby? If you didn't want the baby to exist, yeah, well, you can just go ahead and kill it. No, that's not okay. No, I think it's kind of like the bandwagon mentality. People don't know the arguments that they should have if they are Christians and they just hop on the bandwagon. They end up hearing from the opponents, the pro-choicers so much that they really don't know what to think anymore. And they probably don't have time to even think about it. Yeah. It's terrible. It's my, very, my curse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts? Is? No, I think that's it. All right. Well, thanks for sharing a few minutes with us, about 25 minutes. And um, glad you guys tuned in and sorry to keep you so long, I guess I would say. All right, and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for watching. Yeah, thanks. Uh, maybe not. Stuck. Dude. Dude, hook me up. <laughs>